First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Thank you so much for joining Spazzing Out. It is a late start this morning. Typically, we start the podcast at, I don't know, 6 in the morning, 6, 10 in the morning, and I had major tef- technical technical, tef- technical difficulties getting the show started, so I had to leave, and I'm at my office. It's probably a little echoey. Hello? 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 In my office right now, but that's okay. We're not... Typically, when we do Spazzing Out, I am on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. We are just on Facebook today. I don't have enough electronics with me so that I could do YouTube um, and Twitter. When I do Twitter, I'm on Periscope. I use Periscope, which links to Twitter, but I couldn't do that today. I didn't even know if I was going to be able to get the podcast on today. But luckily, the podcast, I figured it out. I just said, fuck it. We'll do it live. We'll go to my office, and we'll yell, and we'll scream in my office. No, let's not get so fired up. Just everything, nothing worked. Nothing worked, so I got aggravated, so I left. But we do have things that we need to talk about today on today's podcast that are important as we head into Thanksgiving. Some of the things, well, wait, before we get to all that crap, before we get to that, the podcast is done five times a week. Most of you are listening on an app. I record here, I'll even show you guys, I record the, uh, here, Look, right now, there's the recording device. I use my phone or an iPad tablet or something to record the podcast. And then the podcast is uploaded to an app. And most of you guys are listening on one of the apps. Most of you are listening on, let's say, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora, iHeartMedia, Hey Alexa, play spazzing out, America's Podcast. You're listening on one of those things, about 700 downloads when the episode is first uploaded. So it gets uploaded about 700 to 725 or 730, something like that. It gets downloaded. It's the numbers are are growing month to month, but I need to get to that 2,225 mark so that I could really monetize it, so that I can stop making money, so that I can maybe get a damn studio so that we can have a good recording and good quality sound and play audio and all that stuff. But I can't do it without your help. So please continue to tell people about the podcast passing along. Subscribe. That's what I need you to do. All right, guys. Since I have to get out of here soon and I have to go to work and I have to get in a truck and I have uh, pickups to do for Take Junk, here's what I want to get to and then we'll, um, and, and, you know, and then we'll just pick it up tomorrow. Well, basically, today we're going to talk about we cannot have another lockdown in the United States. And... I wasn't even going to get back on the topic of talking about lockdowns. And then I read this article where the Waffle, where the CEO of Waffle House, by the way, Waffle House is great. I don't know if you've ever been to a Waffle House. Waffle House is a phenomenal breakfast place. The CEO of Waffle House came out and, and, well, he didn't come out. He was doing an interview and talking about how locking down the United States would absolutely kill small businesses, any small businesses that are left. It would kill any restaurants that are left, restaurants, restaurant chains, and then he gets into detail, to talking, and I agree with him, about how the people that are passing these laws, these people that are causing the lockdowns, which is state to state. The states have been deciding the lockdowns, not the federal government. So state to state, 
the people that are making the laws, they're not losing anything. Their lives aren't being disrupted. So you take like Governor Baker, who I'm, listen, I, this isn't about Charlie Baker, and I don't, I don't care. Charlie's not a bad person. If you've ever met the guy, he's a nice guy. But they don't give a fuck. Politicians, while they're sitting up in their ivory towers, and they're still getting their paycheck, their government paycheck, they're shutting down people's livelihoods when, honestly, I, I don't want to get into the semantics of, of coronavirus and, and COVID. It's a deadly, it, obviously, obviously, it is, it, it is a deadly disease that people get. It's a deadly virus, okay? 250,000 people in the United States have died. But please don't get pissed at me for saying this. 12 million people in the country have it. It's less than 4% of the fucking population. So why does the other 96% of us have to die? Why do we all have to suffer? Why is my fucking business shutting down because there's not enough people, there's not enough work, because there's not enough stuff to do, because nobody's got money because less than 4% are sick. Why do I have to get sick? Let, you, know what, you know what happens when you win? Here, let me give you guys an example. Let's say you have cancer and your right hand has cancer. Uh, but this is in my fucking right hand. But your right hand has cancer. And, and you hold it, you're like, oh my God, my right hand has cancer. Well, well do you shut down the rest of your body? Do you say, oh, well, uh, fuck it. Your right hand has cancer. We're going to shut down the whole rest of your body. That's it. It's over. It's done. We're going we're gonna to shut down the economy of your body. The small business of the rest of your body gets, gets shut down. Forget it. No, you cut your fucking hand off. I'm not saying we need to kill 12, 12 million people. What I'm saying is you move on. You continue. You don't shut shit down when a small portion of the body is dying. You don't kill the rest of your body. You know what? It's like a, everything in my life can get brought back to pizza. It's like pizza. You get a pizza. There are eight slices of pizza. One of the slices of pizza looks fucked up. I, I don't know if the cheese slid off of it. Or maybe it looks like there's a hair. There's a hair. One slice of pizza has a hair on it. You don't throw the whole fucking pizza out. You eat the other seven slices. But yet, in this country, we're, we're having a debate about whether or not we should head into another lockdown, which would be devastating to small businesses all across this country. We have close to 20, 25 million people in unemployment, and you would have the rest of the small businesses go home. The small, and, and this is when I, when I talk small businesses, I'm not talking about the good for you if you have a small business that you can run at home. But the servicemen, the tradespeople, they can't fucking work from home. The guy that does the HVAC, Right, he's got a nice little small HVAC company. He can't work from home. You got the guy who's got the junk removal company. He can't work from home. You have the small carpenter. He can't work from home. The floor guy can't work from home. The roof guy can't work from home. And then you people would say, you'll say, well, you know, they could be deemed as essential. Roofs are essential. Sure, sure they could. But if nobody has money because other businesses have been shut down, how, where the fuck is it coming from? Who's going to, no one's paying for it. No one's doing anything. People are like, we're going to get walked down. They're going to save their money. And yet less than 4% of the country are sick. And out of that 4%, 99.9% don't die or get deathly ill. It's, it's literally 0.01% of the people that, that become deathly ill or pass away. And I'm not trying to make light of it. It is devastating. I'm not saying that, you know, fuck the people that died. It's awful. There's stories in New York about how they have 700 bodies frozen in ice trucks or, or, or refrigerated trucks. It's awful. 
No one's saying it's not awful. What I'm saying is we have to have common sense people in office that can sit and say, huh, this is terrible. This is awful, but we can't shut the country down. And then, and then here's what's better. When, I, when I'm talking to a fucking moron liberal that's like, oh, we gotta, we have to shut the country down. We all, we, we, there's nothing we can do. We have to wear masks and we have to protect ourselves. Then I sit there and I say, wait a second. Do you at all follow the news? Your, 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 and I'm talking about your news, your, your, your liberal side, left-winged news. Because you know what they're reporting right now? They're saying that coronavirus is on the rise more than it was back in April. Now, let's flash back to April. Let's flash back before the lockdowns. Okay? Here, here. Before then, we didn't have any masks. No one had masks because they weren't available. Please understand what I'm about to say. Back in April, it, people were devastated. They thought it was the, 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 the end of the world was coming. We, need, we don't have any masks. So we went through the toughest part of the lockdown, the toughest part of coronavirus, which we thought was the toughest time, back in April, early March, late, let's say it was uh, late March through April, early May. We had no masks, no PPE. Then we locked the country down for six weeks. We locked the country down. Millions of small businesses went out of business. My small business downsized. I went from a 10 crew uh, small business, five trucks, down to essentially one truck and two people working here. And I don't know if my business is going to make it out the other end, but I'm trying my ass off because I don't, I don't think they understood the resilience of the American worker. I don't think they understood that people would fight hard to keep their business, but that's not good enough. They're like, fuck, we want to stomp them out. We, we had our foot on their throat. Now we got to really put our foot on their throat because for some reason, the, the people that are in power feel the need to, to grow unemployment. These, these small business jobs, they're not coming back. Once that small business is dead, this guy is going to have to move. Trust me, I'm 42 years old. I'm not starting my small business over. If it dies, I'm going back into the workforce, and there's no jobs in the workforce. I'll probably get a job. I'm not going to bullshit you. I'm a hard worker, dude. I, I fucking get after it. You give me, I'll go work at Amazon for $17 an hour. By the end of the month, I'll be running the fucking place because there's a bunch of retards loading trucks here that can't think for themselves. I'll be fine. But there's people that spent, I'm seven, eight years deep. I left a fucking great radio job to stop my small business. I had a damn good job making a shit ton of money and I stopped it to do the American dream. And then when things are going well, you stop my ass out because what? 1% of the population got sick? Drives me nuts. I agree with the Waffle House CEO. We can't withstand another lockdown in this country. We cannot. You have to have smarts. You have to be able to, Find a way to meet in the middle to keep businesses open and keep people safe. And then you have to just be honest with the numbers. The left wing loves to talk about it's scientific. It's numbers. Well, here are the numbers. There are 330 million people living in this country. 12 million people have coronavirus. It's less than 4%. Why must the rest of us suffer because you're suffering? Why must the rest of us die? Why should my business die? Why should my family die? And when I say me, I mean you. Why does your restaurant have to shut down? Honestly, up on the beach, Renzo's, gone. Renzo's is shut down. It's, it's, it's over. It's never opening again. It's shut down. Bye-bye. See ya. Another small business goes away. All these vacant office buildings, all these vacant pizza shops, gone. Lost. Lost. There are, I, I bet you, there are more small business. Now, there is more small business deaths. We're talking millions of small businesses have already shut down. 
up against 250,000 people died. Well, let, let me, wait till you see, wait till suicide rate. I wish there could be a correlate, correlation between how many people eat a fucking gun because they lost their business, can't pay their mortgage, can't pay their car payment, can't take care of their kids, feel like a bum because we had to shut everything down. Now, here, I want to get back to my point about the lockdown. Back in, back in April, when they shut everything down and they were, everybody's got to be shut down, we don't have enough masks for people. Masks will save us all. If you all wear a mask, coronavirus will go away. And if you all stay at home, coronavirus will go away. And we listened. We were all good patriots. We said, okay, let's do it. Six weeks, eight weeks. Let's stay in our homes. Let's not go out. Let's wear masks. This will work. Then here comes November. Here comes October. People start panicking. The CDC starts coming. Everybody's coming out and they're like, fuck. Numbers are higher than they've ever been. They're the highest record-breaking numbers in the United States. But yet, when no one had a mask back in April, the numbers were bad, but now they're even worse, and the whole country wears a mask. Everyone in the country is wearing a mask, except the numbers are even higher. Please make sense of that to me. Oh, why? I can make sense of it to you. There was a study done that... In fact, the masks that people wear, the everyday masks, the masks that on a, uh, um, the N95 or whatever the hell they call it, they don't do shit. They, t- they did a study. 6, 000, they took 6,000 people. They took 3,000 of them. They gave them the everyday mask. You know, piece of cloth, medical mask, not a mask that has real protection or like a, a little ventilator thing that could maybe funnel out something. And, and they gave, and then they took three, the other 3,000, no mask. And you know what they found out? That the people that wore the mask, 1.9% of them got the coronavirus. So if you wore a mask out of the 3,000, 1.9% of you got coronavirus. And, the, and this, is, this is fucking even better. Out of the 3,000 that didn't wear a mask, 2% got the coronavirus. Guess what? That's the fucking same. It is, there's no difference. There's no difference. Let me say that again. 1.9 and, and 2. It's the fucking same. It is the same. It is, it, it's a fucking CH. A CH is a cunt here. It's a, there's a cunt here fucking difference between wearing the mask and not. And now they feel like, and then they have to go on. The well, you know, you still got to wear them. It's, it, it'll keep your spitlets from getting, just fucking say it. It doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't. How do we know it doesn't matter? If you could think for yourself, if you could take a second of your life and think for yourself, you could say, huh, back in April, the record highs were, uh, I don't know, uh, 2,000 people got infected a day. Now we're in November and everybody wears masks and we're in a lockdown and no one can go anywhere and the record highs are 3,000 a day. Well, that would surmise that the people that are retired don't know a fucking thing about what they're doing. But they have decided to disrupt the American way of life, they have decided that the best way to save America is to shut America down. They say, no, you know what we need to do is we need to shut down everything because this is coming. They want to do it. They want to do it for the whole damn month of December and the first two weeks of January. They want to shut this sucker down. If they shut it down, you're going to have, I, please, I, I hear the, here's the lasting economic effect of shutting America down for the next six weeks again. You have all these small... So half, I want to say something like 40%, it's not half, but 40% of small businesses will never open again. That got lost back in May, right? They they got crushed. 
These are the businesses that might have already been on the way out. They were already having tough times and it was devastating for the United States or for state to state because governors decided to shut them down and they're not coming back. And small businesses employ anywhere from one person to 500 people. That's a shit ton of people looking for jobs. Unemployment rates, of course, through the roof because you shut down the greatest economy of all time and put people out there where there was already, before the coronavirus hit, we had like 2%, 3% unemployment. That, that's all, and, and again, that means 12 million people were unemployed. So there weren't the kind of jobs that people were looking for. And then you went and dumped another 20 million people because you killed their businesses. You killed their business. But some of us made it through. I figured out a way. I, I made it through, right? Take junk, made it through. I downsized I, and I worked it out and I figured out a way, con- contactless uh, pickups and doing jobs that, that were, were different types of jobs to keep the business alive. And so here's the business that's still alive. Now they're going to have us go through it again and they want to kill off another 40% they're going to. People aren't going to make it out on the other side. Restaurants. Uh, it, it just you guys know it, man. Right up here at Karate Dojo, where from my office, gone, never to be open again. See you later. You have a guy that probably he's been there for like fifteen years, gone in a matter of eight months. He's been bounced out, and the devastating toll, the devastating ec- economic toll from the coronavirus will be far worse. They, bro, they're trying to find a vaccine for the fucking coronavirus, for COVID. You guys need to find a vaccine for the small business people and for the people that you forced into unemployment. And a, and a stupid stimulus check doesn't do shit. People don't get it. AOC, this moron, she comes out on Twitter the other day. She's like, oh, we need to pay people to stay home. This is, we're all going to die. You got to pay them to stay home. She, hey, listen, AOC, let me ask you a question. When, when you come to my house... For Thanksgiving dinner, and, and you come over, right? So you don't have to pay for the dinner, right? It's a free turkey dinner, and you got all you got the turkey, and you got the stuffing, and, you know, maybe some mashed potatoes. And I like King's Hawaiian rolls, so you got some King's Hawaiian kicking around, uh, some cranberry sauce. We got apple pie. We, I mean, we got it all. We got it all, and you sit there and you stuff your face, and then you leave. Well, someone paid for it. Yeah, you got a free meal, but I fucking paid for it. Do you understand? I'm going to break it down to like a, like a small, lower level so that your peanut fucking 30-something-year-old brain can understand that nothing is free. You can't give people money without the money coming from somebody and coming from somewhere. The money needs to still be made, but the money cannot be made. The taxes cannot be collected if there are nobody working. If the cattle, as you guys call us, the cash cattle are not out making revenue so that we can pay taxes, there is no money for you to give for people to stay home. The United States of America cannot afford to pay 330 million people to stay home. There's no money for that. There's none. For six weeks, what are you going to do? Send them home? Give them like a dollar a piece? You're talking hundreds. People make a thousand, two thousand, three thousand dollars a week, eight hundred bucks a week. I don't, I don't know what fucking people make. I can tell you what, it's way more than what AOC thinks that they're going to give us over the next six weeks, and we don't want it. What we want is for you to recognize and say, let's think about this simple. Simply, let's think about it. We have a population of three hundred and thirty million people. Twelve million of them are sick. 
they have a they have a virus that's less than four percent, and out of that four percent, less than one percent end up being being uh, fatal, and it is a small percentage of our population. We need to figure out a safe way to keep the country open and not expose the rest of people to this virus. Of course, the best way to do that is vaccine, and we're heading towards the vaccine. But in the meantime, find a different way, and don't give us this bullshit about how masks. And social distancing work. I know people that don't even go out of their fucking bedrooms that have it. It's go- If you're going to get it, you're going to get it and it sucks. There's nothing we can do about it. Plain and simple. You cannot kill the rest of the body. You cannot kill the rest of the people, the rest of this population, the American dream, small businesses, because such a small amount of people have it. I'm, I'm, and I hate to sound like a fucking asshole and that I don't care because I do. I know some people that have had it. I, I know people who have lost loved ones because of it. It's terrible. But people die from cancer every fucking day. We haven't shut the country down. People die from AIDS every day. We haven't shut the country down. People die from alcoholism. We don't shut the fucking country down. People die from heart attacks. We don't shut the country down. Car accidents happen every day. We don't take the cars off the fucking road. I'm begging you. I'm begging you, just please, for the love of God, for the hardworking Americans out there that want to work. And you know what? They don't even fucking want to. They have to. That need to work. That need to make money. Please find a different way to not shut us down. We're begging you. And if you do shut us down, please, I want everybody to remember who shut us down. I want you to remember when you were trying to work your ass off to save your restaurant, to save your junk removal company, to save your small business, whatever it may be, I want you to remember what politicians voted to shut the country down. I want you to remember that. Don't fucking forget it. No matter what they offer you, no matter what they give to you, I want you to remember the feeling of your fucking throat being stepped on while you were trying to save your business and the government talks about locking you down when your finger is sick. You have a fucked up finger and they want to shut you down. Instead of cutting your damn finger off, you say, fuck it. If I cut my finger off, I can live. That's what you do. So I don't want you to forget that. Remember it. When the election cycle comes up, no matter how much you like the person that you voted for before, no matter what, you do not vote against them. And then when they say, why didn't you vote against them? You said, when my family was down and out. When it, when it was fucking Thanksgiving and I didn't have money to buy Thanksgiving dinner and I was holding on to my small business that I started with my beer fucking hands with money from my fucking dad and I quit a goddamn job for with the, the, making lucrative fucking... Fuck! And it should piss you off as much as it pisses me off. Not piss me... Like, I'm not pissed. I'm not a violent person, so I'm not pissed to the point of violence. I don't advocate... Or, or, or I'm not for it. What I am for is being smart. And, and, I'm, and I'm for you remembering and not forgetting. Because time will pass before the next election cycle. The coronavirus will be gone before the next election cycle. The coronavirus, it, we're going to have the vaccine. They're talking about being back to normal by summertime. Everybody being vaccinated and things being great. So that gives them about two years for you to forget. Two years for you to sit back. Hold on, my phone's fucked up. Two years for you to sit back and for them to get back in their, your good graces. Two years for them to say, you know, hey, things are great. We're going to do this and we, we, we love you. 
And this goes for the Democrats too, because I'm telling you that look, Republicans aren't the only ones that lost their small businesses. There are some Democrats that did. I, I mean, I don't know how you could be a Democrat and own a small business. That's like a, that, that, that's fucking about as ironic as it gets or, or as stupid as it gets. But if, you, if you're a Democrat and you have a small business, you can't forget. You've got to remember that your local legislator was cool with the governor shutting that shit down and you can't vote for those people. You have to remember that the Liz Warrens of the world are out there talking about we need to we need to shut shit down. We need the states to block people up and wear masks. And then you got to remember that, wait a second, back in April, shit was really bad, but things worse. Things are worse, more worse now. And we have masks and we're locked down and the fucking thing's still spreading. But yet they want to shut you down. Here's, and, and before I go, here's one perfect example of how you people need to think. What a surprise that Charlie Baker is shutting down New Hampshire. Now we can't tra- travel to New Hampshire. We can go to Vermont. Shit, you could take a plane and you could go to uh, Hawaii. You need a fucking plane to go to Vermont. But what a surprise that ahead of the biggest buying day of the year, what a surprise that the week Before Black Friday, Charlie Baker says, oh, we can't go to New Hampshire. What a surprise that ahead of the biggest shopping holiday of the fucking year, they say, oh, you hear, oh, oh, you can't go to New Hampshire. Oh, my God. They lock down travel to New Hampshire. And people don't critically think they don't say fuck. They don't they don't sit back and go, what a weird time. To lock down New Hampshire. And at the first, the second it happened, I said, my God, Massachusetts is, is making a revenue grab. They're going to save millions of dollars in revenue from people going over the border to buy their Christmas presents on Black Friday. And people will sit back and be like, oh, it's not that much money. It's not that much money. Yes, to the average person, it's not that much money. If you go across the border and you buy something for 100 bucks, you, you, you save $6.25. But... To the, to the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, it's millions of dollars. They save 100,000 people from going to New Hampshire at six point, at $6.25 a person. People spend more than that. Listen, I go to New Hampshire. I buy booze for people for, for the holiday. So now I have to pay the mass tax. You got to pay the federal tax wherever you go. But in mass, it's like $1.07 for every liter. I get everything is usually about a two liter thing. It's like 1.75. So you're paying $2 in tax. I buy a lot of booze for Christmas. I like to go up to New Hampshire. Maybe I'll take a fucking ride up to New Hampshire, go say what's up to laugh, buy some goddamn fucking booze and head home. But no, I can't do that this year. All of a sudden, coronavirus is so bad around the holiday season. Coronavirus is so fucking bad around the holiday season that you can't fucking go to New Hampshire. Why? Because New Hampshire is tax-free. And Massachusetts wants you to stay home because Mass needs to eat. Because Massachusetts, again, the legislator and the governor are, we're going to shut your fucking business down, but we can't shut our business down. So we're going to force you to stay in Massachusetts. Not to mention that this is going to kill a shit ton of restaurants on the border in both Mass and New Hampshire. People from New Hampshire can't come across the border to eat here in Mass. People in Mass can't go across the border to eat something in New Hampshire. So for the sake of getting more revenue, you've killed a shit ton of more businesses. It is absolutely fucking crazy to me. All right, that's it. I got to bounce. I got to go to work. Sean's here. I got to get the hell out of here. Guys, thank you so much for listening to America's podcast. We do it five times a week. I'll be on tomorrow. I'll be on Wednesday. I don't think I'll do a show on Thanksgiving. 
and most likely you'll be back on that Friday. Thank you for listening. Everybody have a great day. Please remember that once the coronavirus is over, once we get through the pandemic and you have your favorite politician, find out whether or not they voted to shut down your business because they killed your family. They put their foot on your fucking throat in your time of need and you can't forget it. Don't look past it. Don't say, well, they did their best. They didn't do their fucking best. They didn't. They killed your business, which killed your family.